everybody. Hey. Hi, Noah. Hi, Jacob. Como esta? As we were saying before. Oh, como esta? Muy bien. Uh, yo quiero Taco Bell. My name is uh, Jacob Rupp. Joining me, as always, is Noah Reynolds. And Noah, I'm hella jet lagged. Uh, uh, me and my wife, we're island boys now. Uh, and we took... Uh, I don't know what a red eye is, but we took the red eye in uh, to the mainland. I call it now United States, the mainland. And uh, boy, are we tired. And uh, but I'm happy to see you. Noah. we got a great episode. Absolutely, Jacob. I can see you're already drinking coffee. You're going to be fine, dude. Red eye means you're just getting high and um, not yet. Um, we have somebody who's about to get on the mic, but certainly can't. Um, and I think that um, it's great to see you. Uh, how many hours ahead is Puerto Rico? Did you even say Puerto Rico? It's like, it's what, 18 dos, hours ahead or something? Dos crazy? hours. Dos yeah. hours. Uh, horas. Horas. Damn it. Uh, well, go ahead. No, uh, we were just talking off mic. Noah, you changed all your phone settings to, to Spanish. I changed fair? them to Spanish. I think your wife would like that. I've been trying to actually really learn. And I know the word mensaje. Of course, that's message. Um, Bolado is draft, I think. Mm -hmm. Borado. I think so. Anyway, I'm getting a no sell from the Spanish speakers. Um, I do think I am correct. Um um, Jacob, I went to the opposite. We both took trips. We're we're trip boys. We're really um, gallivanting. I also took a trip this week to the opposite of Puerto Rico, which is, of course, our nation's capital and the corridors of power where, you know, the greatest country in the world um, reigns and yeah. different vibes. Now, this is the second time you've been to Washington, D.C. You also went earlier in the year on January 6th. Is that right? <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, it's that's just one long year for him. Of course, it hasn't. Um, no, I haven't been back to. Um, I was there in January that last year, twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one, wasn't it last year? Mm -hmm. Fuck. Anyway, um, I've already got so many things wrong on the podcast, <laughs> Noah, and uh, I am very sleepy. Uh, good. but we do have a special guest who wanted to talk about um our flight today and and air some grievances um so oh my god i wonder who it could be yes so this is uh uh me uh me amiga my okay my, <laughs> amiga con um con marriage yeah i was gonna say benefits i don't know es especial esposa esposa, esposa. Mm, very good esposa. very good and so Introduce um, her. Yes, uh, this is Miriam Moreno. I'm going to hand her my gamer headset to uh, <laughs> this be on is the cute. podcast. This and, is like a streaming couple. Like hey, she babe, does you need wanna... to put some stuff on wax uh, <laughs> okay. and uh, on the record real quick, Noah, and then we'll get to our regular scheduled programming. Miriam, we're going to let you clear out an ISO. Um, yeah, so why don't clear you do out that? an ISO. Yeah, Miriam's waving us off like Jeremy Lin did in his documentary, uh, which I didn't want to talk about, but uh, Miriam's waving us off to talk about uh, Frontier Airlines real quick. Uh, yes, sir. Miriam, take it away, amiga. Why is today the hardest day of my life? You're having fun. You're having fun now. You're it having was, fun. You wanted to do this. We're all laughing. I did want to do it a couple hours ago when I was like <laughs> still hot from the. Well, cook, baby. Cook, amiga. I don't oh know. My God. I told you that. That's so I'm not, weird. I'm not classist, but. It was, yeah, because go ahead. Continue. It was only two hours ahead and <laughs> it was 
like it felt like it was 18 hours ahead it was so fucking brutal we couldn't sleep every night but yeah the the plane was so stupid and then i sat next to like the loudest people in the world this lady was sitting next to this older lady and they were just in my fucking way they wouldn't stop talking and then she had her phone out and she was like oh i wish i could download stuff and i was like you literally can you old fucking bitch and then she was like oh i'll show you how to do it go to go to google and then google itunes store and then on the itunes store look up the app <laughs> app app like the itunes app and i was like what are you doing give me your phone like i just took the phone from this lady i didn't know and i was like <laughs> I, yes i was so frustrated i was like i will do this <laughs> you guys you thought it was your mom phone. for a second almost any old lady just needs intervention I, I, IT intervention. Dealing with similar issues, but of course, I don't have any old people in my life. Just, um, just, uh, who's the old person you're dealing with? Nothing. They're not old. Um, oh. just in case. Um, everybody's doing well. Um, well, that sounds like a nightmare. What else about the flight was so miserable besides these? Oh, this these lady hit pieces. me with a okay. cane. Okay. And then, like, <laughs> the whole cool. fucking flight, it was like wrangling children. You know how it, announcements non-stop talking about credit card the frontier credit card and she goes if you don't know how to build your credit go to a library it's public information i was like what is going on those they are wouldn't... all necessary announcements no it was you have to announce five hours of non-stop Hi. announcements it was a little ridiculous but then this lady like Too hit long. me with a cane and then it fell and then this they kept saying to everyone they're like hey when the seatbelt sign is on sit down everyone was standing the whole oh my time never seen a more social plane in my life oh my and God. she just at one point i was like she's gonna get on and be like i can't believe i'm fucking saying this again but sit the fuck down everyone it was just the worst is it just a, a school bus you rode of, of <laughs> middle schoolers and stuff i would say a pub i would say the 15 we rode the 15 you're, yeah but you're Philadelphia. not yeah. <laughs> i'm not classist no i have a um, bus pass and i ride the 15 and this felt like riding the 15 for five hours yeah 15 l it sounds like um no not the limited all I right well thank you Miriam, for joining the podcast we know now your elitist liberal point of views and yes. um yes you know we why don't we ship all everybody on that plane to martha's vineyard like you said um yes anyway glad, jacob thank you i'm glad uh miriam could share that before her birthday happy birthday miriam happy birthday miriam feliz cumpleaños uh -huh. tell her i said and, that. and uh, feliz cumpleaños noah says cumpleaños 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 um, well that was and, fun i did you were you miserable also uh yeah it was a kind of a bad flight but i had noise canceling headphones so i i, I was pretty much pretty good you're uh, playing you're playing po you're playing pokemon go at 400 miles mm -hmm. an hour right where you're just flying over the u.s and trying uh, to get yeah and i was watching the redeemed team documentary yes and... that's the one i wanted to talk about didn't see the other one but... and the jeremy lynn documentary wow. so uh very good very good flight fighting old poor people Yes, I know. We have to get to our She's show. wagging a finger at you. We have to go to our show. <laughs> I did have some chicken. Oh, uh, did you have chicken? Let's talk about your chicken. I had me first. Okay. Um, mm. I had some of the best chicken. I went to Washington, D.C. this weekend to visit my brother for his 30th birthday. Yes, happy birthday. Libras. Mason. Libras yeah. in the house. Yeah, I guess so. Um, If you're into that dumb shit. 
Um, and <clears throat> I have to say, you as a joke, I said, this is some of the best chicken I've ever had. And you as a joke said, oh, what about Popeyes? Like, or like, you mean the Popeyes in DC? And actually we did. We started off our trip. The first meal we had, we had a 6 a.m. flight and got in at noon-ish. And we went straight to Popeyes. But that I was not. Gus put it on the stories. You were on the ground. Oh, you did. Dog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys are getting really acquainted. I'm actually kind of loving it. Um, <laughs> it might backfire on me at some point. No. Don't know about that. The first place we went, though, Jacob, was a place. These were all recommendations from our older brother who lives in D.C. Um, it's called the Roman Rooster, um, which sounds like any sort of place here in Denver. Um, sandwiches. Uh, I mean, I guess they're actually you can get wings and thighs and stuff, but the sandwich is the main thing um you can choose your heat i got a hot honey butter sandwich um i don't have you ever heard of honey butter i have not but it so it's like all chicken sandwiches is that what it is chicken sandwiches thighs wings it's all oh yeah okay um, and then sides and shit Mm -hmm. um but yeah regular chicken type stuff and i got the hot bunny sandwich with the hot level of spice and that was uh, buttermilk fried chicken breast smothered in honey butter and cheddar cheese. I don't. I really don't know what honey butter was, but this was the this was the one of the largest and most fulfilling chicken sandwiches I've ever had in my life. Um, oh yeah, there was some sort of honey butter on it, mm-hmm. which I don't know what it was. Um, we got a side of fries that was incredible, just like fresh cut, the kind of shit that you love. Um, so was it like a a like a, a sweeter type of honey hot thing or is you it don't like... know that you yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It, it really if I mean if you looked at it I'm looking at the site now it looks like it's one of their first sandwiches that shows up it really looked like it was like butter maybe I should just look at it what honey butter is because it wasn't sweet I was ready for it to be like a um uh, like a sweet and savory type dish but it says that honey butter is creamy butter with honey and a pinch of sea salt so Mm. that makes fucking sense yeah yeah. Uh, um (laughs) that's good how was the price per you said it's a fulfilling meal so it seems like it was a a good deal probably um so that's not always the case (laughs) but um i it doesn't have their price immediately on the menu restaurant pickup um Mm. i it was a fulfilling meal for sure full but i would Pay um, for this again. God damn it. It's making me go through Grubhub to look at the prices. Their prices are not totally clearly listed. So your website. your brother Nathan recommended this place. He already knew, he liked this place. He already knew. Yes. Yeah. This yes. Is a, well, shout this out is Nathan. Of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. One of the places. Um, happy local birthday. Places to him. Happy birthday. Um, yeah, I don't see any um, any prices that are very uh, clear. But um, I guess this is a chain. Um and uh, I mean, I don't know what other superlatives. I mean, we're finding out that we've really pigeon pigeonholed ourselves in this fucking podcast. But um, like, I think honey yeah, butter chicken, certain... chicken hold ourselves in the, in chicken the hold, Thank you. I'm so sorry. Rooster hold, um, <laughs> which, of course, is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, so it's hard to um, expand. On, I, I guess I, I will say and I think I preface this. This is one of the best chicken sandwiches I've ever had. And we're talking like um including chicken sandwiches that are a deal you know <laughs> <laughs> including chick cheap chicken sandwiches um i mean it was very um if you're looking for if you think the honey is going to be like overpowering or anything it's like that's not part of the flavor i also got the hot both of my brothers got the medium which i mm-hmm. think there's a big you know a lot you can look into with that 
but um uh and it was it was great i don't know it's it's just one of those things that it's a it's so big it's like a huge burger you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. a, it was a big one and it was like falling apart it's i was licking my fingies and it's just like one of those experiences um and noah's got that big dick energy getting the hot his brothers get the meat. Well, I would never, never, never assume some like say something like that. But yeah, if that's what people want to say about me because I'm getting I'm getting hot, then I think that's cool. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm looking up the about, which I think we like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, in early 2015, Roosters founded Washington D.C. by a family with a unique concept. Listen to this concept: the idea of a food truck. Oh, this is so long. Uh, blah, blah, blah. within uh, yeah, 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 yeah. gluten uh, requests for okay, hmm. What do we want to do? Well, we think fried chicken is a great way to lift spirits and bring people together. Isn't that the truth? Our mission is to provide quality, comfort food. Okay, this is uh, too long. You guys get it. Mm-hmm. It was so, a cool, nice local spot that was was better than any, you know, any of the top chicken places I've had in Denver. So I guess that's an easy way of putting it. So if you're in Washington, D.C. And, and you need some fuel before storming the Capitol, mm-hmm. uh, definitely pick up one of these chicken sandwiches. Uh, it sounds great, Noah. But they, that... I also, well, it, mm-hmm. I would also suggest maybe not because they might make you tired and not want have the energy to commit treason or something. Yes, but yes. Very sleepy. If you uh, think you're confident in, in how much food you can handle, then yeah, definitely go here. So if you're president of the United States, Joe Biden, and you're in uh, Washington, no. D.C., and you're trying to get even more sleepy, uh, you could eat one of these chicken sandwiches. That's exactly right. This is a perfect meal for Sleepy Joe. I should have mm-hmm. prefaced this. So if you're a fan of his, you'll love it. And if you're not a fan of his, you'll also love it because you'll get just kind of a feeling of what he goes through. But yeah, this was a Sleepy Joe meal. Very good, dude. Mm-hmm. And we've been very clear on the podcast that we're very apolitical um but we did uh vote for kanye especially after his last couple weeks um uh, very reflective of our views on the podcast all right i'd say so we can't say that nope can't say that stuff um jacob Uh, as you going through yeah i didn't like it i didn't like the bit sorry failed uh did you see any did you go sightseeing Noah? what else did you do in washington dc we saw all the regular sites every fucking thing i love all of that shit all the memorials we saw the memorials at night went to a few museums saw like paintings saw Mm -hmm. um other like important uh we saw like a an old revolutionary boat and i was like get the fuck out i mean i was i was rowing you're rowing rowing. yeah i was rowing in it for sure um I'm trying to think what else. Um, Did you go to that one that's just like the straight line that's up and that's just like, a, what is that, the Lincoln Memorial? That one's No, that's lame. the Washington Monument. Washington um, Monument. <laughs> yeah, Lincoln Memorial is the one with Lincoln in it. But we did go to. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm a I'm a Puerto Rican. I don't know anything about this. Uh, Adios mío. I'm an island me boy. And me, <laughs> me, playa bad buddy, daddy Yankee. In la playa. Mm-hmm, in la playa. Um, is Jose Alvarado from Puerto Rico, or is he from like Harlem via Puerto Rico? I think sure. he's Mexican, but I don't want to. Yeah. No, um, who am I thinking of? Who is on? It's one of these fucking idiots. Yes, Mexican. I think he's Mexican. You're right. Um, let me look if there's any Puerto Rican basketball players. Uh, speaking speaking of Noah, actually, one of our favorites, uh, 
I don't, yeah, one of our favorites, uh, former Denver Nugget Carmelo Anthony is Puerto yeah. Rican. And oh, I got and to go, go to yes. a Carmelo Anthony basketball court, which is in Old San Juan in Puerto Rico. Um, I looked it up. Apparently, it was in 2012. Uh, he got a court in Puerto Rico um, at public housing complex. So that is why I was not able to go and shoot hoops for a little bit. I was told to be careful around that that area. Oh, um, really? Wow. Bummer. Yes. But apparently, all of Puerto Rico is pretty sketchy like that. So, cool. you know, that happens. Um, but uh, love this court. No, I sent you a picture. It's right over the uh, a beautiful skyline. It's actually uh, pretty gorgeous. Um, and that was my favorite site that I saw in, in Puerto Rico, actually. Uh, we went to a couple forts. I think you would have liked it. Um, love some, that. God, I love that stuff forts. so much. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I if, if you have to pay to get in, we were just like, yeah, we get it. And we just kind of turned around. Uh, so that's my kind of vibe for sightseeing. So, You'd probably hate so, it. Real quick, did you not go on the court? Uh, no, uh, okay. I did not go on that's the okay. court. That's okay. um, also, one of the backboards is missing. Uh, okay. which is kind of funny, but uh, it didn't seem and it also had a sign that said you can't play defense on there, uh, per Carmelo no. Anthony's rules. Uh, just kidding, jokes, guys. Jokes. Joke. This is a comedy joke. podcast. Uh, Jacob wouldn't be if, able to read the sign anyway. Yeah, I would actually, it would have. It was a very speaking of English and Spanish, very confusing weekend for me because oh, okay, loco because they loco because they all spoke both Spanish and English pretty much. Thank God, and yeah. and it kind of swayed back and forth. And then um Spanglish, dare I say. Spanglish. And and I can't tell you how uh going <laughs> uh how embarrassing and almost uh ima- de de demasculine. No, uh, uh emasculating, I believe is the word you yes. might be looking for. I am so not on my game right now, no. I, yeah, uh, sure, because you have that word fucking in your goddamn treasure chest vocabulary. I, I would, I would. Uh yeah, yeah, you've written the whole the the island life has changed the way you talk. I see it, dude. But when me and my uh fiance or my wife would go to a, a dinner or restaurant. And we sit at a table, and then they'd ask if we speak uh, Spanish, and she'd have to be like, "Oh, I do, not him." So then uh, <laughs> they would have to do English the entire time. No, yeah, but it's like hanging out with your in-laws, right? It is like hanging out with actually, yeah, kind of exactly. Um, <laughs> also, I think JJ Barea is from Puerto Rico, um, which is interesting. Oh, wow. okay. uh, just a side fact: I had chicken in Puerto R- uh, Puerto Rico. Please. No, uh, actually, in Old San Juan. On the way to the Carmelo Anthony court, we made a whole day of it. Um, I, I went to a place called the Wings Factory, which oh, is right fuck. off the, the beach. I wanted to tell you, too, a lot of places, uh, there's a place called The Factory, which is like the best bar out there. Um, there was another burger, uh, Burgerisa Factory. Um, it's very hip. Oh, my God. To name things factories, to be a factory of things down there. That's awesome. Um, comedy Factory, I heard, is a good place to do uh, a spot on the mm-hmm. weekends. Yeah, yeah, Comedy Factory uh, and the Wing Factory. Uh, I did do five. They didn't like it. Like they, they, they didn't approve of me doing a set. Uh, no, real quick, uh, yes. I'm looking up online. Is it Wings Factory? Alitas, hamburguesas, hot dogs, draft beer, craft beer, mojitos y más. See. CC, uh, I think on Calle Chapulú Tepec. 
Mm-hmm. And San Juan. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, and I think it is a really uh, new place. Uh, but it was, yeah, mostly wings. We go in there. They're playing playoff bas- baseball on a Saturday. Uh, yes. I forget how much baseball is a hit in Puerto Rico as well, which is kind of refreshing to be in a place that uh, respects baseball and has a good team. And, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I thought uh, I got wings. I got a buffalo wing. Um, the the sauce wasn't exactly buffalo sauce to me. I thought, but that's me being a connoisseur of sorts. Uh, but it was very spicy. It, it was more buttery than most wings, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but I did like it. It was more of a grill type wing, no, you know, like kind of like a yes. a king of wings type almost, but yeah. and kind of a thicker. Um, thicker type of wing, but uh, honestly, and nothing against Puerto Rico, but I did not enjoy most of my meals out there. So this was no, my, no. this was my favorite meal of the of the trip. So the chicken uh, wings, yes, is the chicken wings at the Wings Factory, um, and uh, I I really liked it. They had a lot of different sauces too, which um, I tried to figure out what their signature sauce is. It's kind of my go to move to see what they would recommend and they kind of just said they were all good so um i don't think they've total one. i don't think they've picked one yet uh but a thing this place did which was kind of cool noah you could get instead of fries uh mozzarella sticks as a side oh, my god and, and so that was a cool move and i love doing that uh and i think every place every wings place actually should uh incorporate that but um Love the Wings Factory, Noah. Shout out the Wings Factory. Um, We stayed. So uh, Miriam had a conference down there um, Mm -hmm. for HIV. And it's not an AIDS festival. Like I've been joking around with her. Um, (laughs) No, it's not AIDS Con 2022. Yes, it's not that. Uh, So I pretty much got to hang around San Juan by myself and go to the beach by myself. That's cool. Uh, But we did a uh convention we stayed at a hotel in this convention center and it was <laughs> a weird like um have you ever been to fremont on vegas noah kind of thing of course not no. uh but it was kind of like that where there's a big screen on the top and then oh i know what you're talking at, about at yeah. night at night like all these uh young locals would come and party all night in this t-mobile district it was called <laughs> uh which is pretty funny that, like, that was the hip area and we were in the middle of it and uh it's just great you know and then there was rumors of bad bunny being there all weekend and he did not show up i don't think uh or the island would have burned down um you don't think but, he lives there or has like a casa on the island i think yeah i think he actually runs the island i think he yeah is, uh, he's he's, he's or- organizing all the hurricane relief yeah he's part of the island like i'm lost uh you know <laughs> right. but um I, I i i loved my time there noah it's very hot very humid it made me very sleepy i did sleep a lot but it was very fun and uh i did a shout out to the wings factory shout out to the wing uh chicken you had in washington dc um anti shout out to the philadelphia airport where i went to a chick-fil-a today and uh probably the worst chick-fil-a I've ever had so um but that's on me uh i can't uh blame airports for all my misgivings like that um and they were uh the workers were constantly complaining about their um screen system freezing so uh they were very stressed 
and at 11 a.m today so uh i've had a long day traveling noah uh but that chick-fil-a you know really put it over the top so <laughs> well dude i'm really sorry about all of that i'm glad you got a nice little tropical vacation of course i am the philly the philly thing obviously is is really concerning and a bummer um i'm really surprised you did not have that much good food in puerto rico because doesn't it isn't it like a kind of a food place or shouldn't it have some good food i think so and i think um a lot of seafood which i do not eat uh of i think course. it's mostly specified a pescado um yeah, that's if right you will. Yes. Pescado. uh pescado um, and you know me, I like to uh, pescado gato women on the internet. Um, <laughs> nice, yeah. I was trying yeah. to figure that out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, Duolingo helping out uh, with all my MTV references. Uh, I uh, by Carmelo Anthony Court, one of my highlights of my trip. Noah sounds Very awesome. Cool. Um, shout out Carmelo Anthony, who uh, doesn't have a team as of right now. And also Carmelo Anthony, uh, one of the leads of the Redeemed Dream, the Redeemed Team documentary on Netflix, which I watched on the plane. Noah, you got to watch this too? We didn't even talk about it. I did. I watched it and fell asleep. Um, So mm, I did watch it, I guess is the answer. And Very good. I know how it ends. Yes, it is very good. (laughs) I was very much paying attention to the entire first half. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, I will be rewatching. Uh, yeah, you should rewatch it. Um, Kobe is a, a maniac um, uh, mm. and the same person, but uh, always good to see that. And uh, Carmelo Anthony is exactly who you, who you think he would be. And uh, LeBron seems very funny, so that's what I got from that documentary. Uh, I also recommend the Jeremy Lin documentary, you know, uh, uh, which I did watch. Um, uh, seems like the coolest human being in the world uh jeremy lynn uh shout out jeremy lynn shout out carmelo anthony and the red dream team uh also i like how they also mentioned when the the team usa lost they were called the cream team yeah that's uh, it's funny. like they can only rhyme with dream team you know like it's yeah. never yeah <laughs> cream what does that mean casuals everything around me so it seems like a pretty good team to be called yeah um, yeah maybe not um, yeah, that was funny. And and they started calling everybody the cream team. And we were like, fuck that. Fuck them. Cream team, fuck you. <laughs> I know. It's so weird. Like, they won almost all of them except one. And yeah. then that's like a huge deal. Uh, Mir- Miriam asked me, she's like, did they lose a bunch? And I was like, no, they lost once. And then they needed a redeem team. Uh, In the, yeah. <laughs> by, well, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, it was good. Kobe's a maniac. I, we stand Carmelo forever. Um, I mean, you know, Chris Paul is Chris Paul. Um, yeah, I really Chris like Chris Paul's Bosch. Chris Paul. he's, I mean, Chris Bosch is also just a cool dude. He would be yeah. on TV, I kind of think. He did seem, actually did pop in the interviews a lot. Yeah, and, it's, um, he was psyched about retelling the story for sure. Yeah, and he had that part where uh, Kobe ran through Pau Gasol. I don't know if you mm-hmm. got to that part, yes. but he was very animated and very cool about that. I think uh, Chris Bosh is cool. Also very cute. They went to go watch other Team USA people perform and play and stuff. They, they sure. saw Michael Phelps. Very cute. Very I cute. think it's cute. I think it's super cute. Well, you're cute listeners for listening to us. Uh, shout out to you. Shout out to the Basketball Podcast Network and our crown jewel sponsor, DraftKings, Noah. 
man, we're going to get into some NBA talk. Maybe let's talk some bets for the full season, you know. But I've been betting on the NFL. Uh, the no funds league is what I call it because I've been losing money. Uh, the NFL action is full swing at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. I'm talking touchdowns. Big plays, Baker Mayfield going off with a boot and then pretending like he's hurt because he's the worst quarterback in the league, and even bigger wins. New customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. Uh, they could bet on Russell Wilson, Noah, to see if he uh, how many let's rides he says after they lose. Check this out. In addition to usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Discuss matchup you like. Oh, I, I can't wait for this weekend, Noah. I am betting on Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders to beat the Bears on Thursday night football, a game everyone's going to be watching. Um, what matchups are you looking forward to, Noah? You, you're being quiet this draft. This Sorry, draft. I've been the entire time <laughs> I've been looking for the ad, which has taken me too long. Um, some matchups I'm looking forward to. Um, how about the Democrats and Republicans? You know, this <laughs> midterms, I think that's going to be interesting. Uh-huh. Um, I don't have any skin in the game. Um, some other matchups. Um, oh, I can't even think of one other one that's funny, and that one wasn't that funny. I'm betting on Bernie Sanders slipping on a bagel. That's what, I'll, that's what I'm Come betting on. on. Racist. It's not racist. <laughs> bagels the first thing because everybody slips on bagels. Of course they do. <laughs> Stupid. This is our favorite part of the podcast. It is, dude. Call to action. And I, th- I think this, I think this is the right one. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code uh, TBPN and get two hundred dollars in free bets if your team wins when you place a five dollar bet on any football game. That's code TBPN. Only DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Minimum age and eligibility. Oh my God! Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. Uh, and then contact your local gambling number. Cool, cool. That'll be in the description if you have a problem. That's what I mean. Problem, yeah. I yes. am uh, watching the Avs first home opener. Yes. And a, I would like to win a championship so fucking bad. <laughs> B, secondly, the Avs music, the music at these Avs hockey games is such dog shit that it really makes me love pause the music, which, um, or rather I should say of whom or of which or whom I don't like at all. But this, you know, redneck country bumpkin bullshit (laughs) at these hockey games, like, really would keep me away. But that's okay because they're playing to their audience. Go Avs. Yes, go Avs, uh, and they did also single-handedly bring back Blink One Eighty Two. I think uh, unfucking believable. I was watching, dude. I was so I'm. <laughs> we are not hockey fans, partially because we're bohemian and have eclectic tastes. Secondly, mm. I was. I'm a. I'm a goddamn Denver fan, dude. So I love when Denver people do well, and we'll get into basketball. But they had that, that giant parade and shit at the Civic Center, and they were like playing. They're like, all right, now let's play the theme song. And then I was like, what could this fucking be? And it's it's Blink-182. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Miserable, awful, um, but we're champions yes. nonetheless. That does remind me, uh, when I went to the preseason game, the first preseason game, uh, no mention of pause the music. So I don't know if he is... Uh, 
not there yet or he was at media day he was at media day good all right that makes me feel a lot better that he was at media day maybe he just had the night off uh for the first preseason game um you know he's probably had other prior commitments more than a preseason game against oklahoma city thunder um so what did the abs did they raise a banner is that what banner yeah which is cool very cool. Shout out to the uh, Avs. I know. Jacob shaking his head, and I'm also shaking my head just because, you know, we feel like it's close. We do. Mm-hmm. These fucking idiots. We do feel like it's close. Uh, talking Denver Nuggets basketball, being close. Uh, I'm excited, Noah. We, I'm, I'm very excited to cover this season uh, for the Nuggets. Either way, it's going to be interesting, I think. Uh, and I think we're both... Very positive. It's going to be positive, actually. And I don't know, you know, we talk about our friend Bill Simmons, close personal friend. Yes. Uh, um, very high of the, on the Nuggets. Um, pretty much everything I'm listening to uh, or reading is high on the Nuggets, which me too, uh, dude. Um, makes me a little concerned. But um, for some reason, I think they're still kind of under the radar, maybe just because I they're think... the Nuggets and nobody yeah. really cares. But um... I do. I think they're the hipster choice, whether it's, you know, coming out of the West or making a real run. I think it's kind of like the real people that know ball and the real people, the real people that can be like, Oh yeah, Bruce Brown. That was a fucking steal. That dude can play defense. Um, you know, I, I, the very, the very, I mean, you know, and we would say this anyway, anyone who would say talk good about the nuggets, but I do think that the people we trust the most, the, um, are saying this kind of shit, um, about the nuggets this year, expectations are high. And it's also what we've been saying for the past many months. So it's good that a national media narrative is sort of the same. Also, shout out kind of, you know, for to Draymond Green for uh, taking some uh, spotlight sure. away from any uh, up and coming teams, actually. And uh, also shout out uh, the old Victor uh, Wenamaba. Wemben, Wemben Yama. Wemben Yama, who yeah. is apparently the second coming and uh, is going to cause the league to... Uh, have a terrible regular season uh but other than that um very good uh kind of feels cool to be the nuggets and be the opposite of a tanking team and uh just know for sure that that's probably not gonna happen ever um, well no i mean even to your point draymond's taking all the attention but it also sounds like you know what was a totally solid like um you know, consistent franchise has now has these cracks that, you know, we don't really know the resolution. Draymond hasn't played these preseason games or at least since. And if you don't know, we're talking about Draymond sucker punch, uh, Jordan Poole after an altercation. Um, but, uh, I think it is, um, it just means that the warriors are there. There's more, what am I trying to say? Turmoil. Um, turmoil. Um, we don't know what they're going to be more so. Oh, I can't think of a word. Fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> they're anyway. Emasculating. Um, they're going to have an emasculating, emasculating season. Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. K. K. Claro. Um, so that amongst some of these other things, the Suns, I also think that team is like um, a lot is up in the air. Nobody's yes. even bought them yet. Um, we and we talked about that. So the Nuggets, I mean, you, you go through the West. The Nuggets are one of the most um consistent teams right now and that everybody is healthy as of right now 
we know where we stand as an organization, whether that be a racist owner or some <clears> coach <throat> or who's, you know, fucking the interns or like anything in between. I, you know, you can go down the league and it, there's almost, you could pick almost one thing out of every team that it's like, well, this is going to be drama or this is going to be a thing. And it's like, you could pick, you know, it's Jamal and MPJ for us. Like, what are they going to be? But that's, that's a positive. That's a net positive. I don't know. No, it's still in that positive, and and we can break it down because I think it's good to talk about it like that, like bigger scheme type of, of especially just teams in the West, right? I mean, yeah, you have the Suns, who uh, seems like DeAndre Ayton hates it there. Um, the Nuggets just played the Suns, and they played their regular guys a lot. Um, I don't know if you caught most of that game, Noah, but um, I was not impressed by the Suns at all. Um, I thought, oh, you know, Booker made open shots. He didn't make, like, difficult Booker shots, I don't think. Uh, Chris Paul seems um, old, pretty old. Um, and, of course, they didn't have campaign, or that game would have been even easier. Uh, Story so, Craig really jumped out. Corey Craig is still a good player who's going to try hard no matter what. It's I like him a lot. One of those, one of those many unfortunate losses from what we have is just an embarrassment of riches. And even now, dude, like I, people are going to, uh, you know, I'm even thinking into December and trade deadline and free agency and stuff. Like we still have so much to go. And Zeke was, uh, I mean, should we talk about at least some of the games? I don't. Yeah, remember yeah. The last time we talked. Let's talk about it. So we only talked about the first preseason game, I think, against the Thunder. That's right. Since then, the the Nuggets did go to Chicago uh, and lost a preseason game there. It doesn't really matter because it's preseason. And then won a game against the Phoenix Suns. And then tonight, in about 15 minutes, they would be playing the LA Clippers. Um, so I I'm a very big preseason doesn't matter at all no a person i don't know about you and then now that Jokic is not playing these last two games uh it definitely doesn't matter at all but there is still a lot to kind of build on uh especially vibe wise i think <laughs> not to be well, too hippie about it or well, older about it and th- yeah no i agree i think um what i'm looking at too especially in these the later parts of these games and now the last two for sure is is what does the second unit look like how do these guys play together and they're talking about it in the last game against the suns is is there's like really good ball movement and a lot of these guys um are definitely on the same page um uh you know i i really like the unit i forgot what they put out they put out a lineup that was really cool to me i think it was like um uh zeke Davon, would they have put Davon and Bruce Brown um at, yeah. out together? It was, mm-hmm. I think it was those two guys, which is the Miami connection. Um yeah. Bones and was probably injured. looking at our bench, like part of our bench, which is really cool to me. I think uh, a Bruce and Davon kind of combination. Really great. Uh, which is good. Bo- um, yeah, uh Bones uh, probably maybe in that one. He- yeah, I don't remember if that was before mm-hmm. or after he left, but it was and of course I can't remember the rest. But it was, I mean, it was a really cool lineup and it was it was both big and like fast at the same time dude bruce brown is quick um what, what he makes up for size i could uh, you know you could argue especially on defense man um but i mean we have like two we have the starters and then um our bench is incredible our bench could easily be a starting lineup on i don't know i don't want to say half but 
maybe a quarter, maybe a little more any NBA team. You know what I mean? What does yeah. that look like? Yeah, if MPJ staggers with the, or if he's on the bench lineup, you know, then definitely that's a competing team. Um, uh, oh, competing you know. is one thing, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I definitely think competing too, but I was just saying like a team that would want that lineup, you know? Oh, yeah. Zeke Naji, Bruce Brown, Davon Reed, and whoever the other two, you know, would say Bones and... Yeah, so right. I will say without Jokic and Aaron Gordon for those couple games, um, uh, it 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 did the it seemed a lot more fun than it did last year if the if Aaron Gordon and Jokic were not on the floor. You know, it's, right. it does seem sure. a lot more dynamic. It seems a lot more uh, options, and yeah, Bruce Brown to me, you know, uh, MVP of the preseason so far. Um, just an, uh, an awesome player. He is going to be Michael Malone's favorite player by uh, next the end of next week, and uh, he is already one of my favorite players. Uh, and I can't wait to see him. And my only hope, and I, I bet it will happen because Jokic plays with everybody, but Jokic and Bruce Brown together is going to be cash money. Um, he's already cutting super well. Um, he's going to play defensively well, and he's been hitting threes too. So, uh, I mean, there's not much more you would want from him. And that's not even bringing in to a KCP who's actually going to start and looks pretty solid and in the right positions, like we said in the first game, mostly with Jokic on the floor. So a lot of positives, Noah. Um, I, there was a time in the Chicago game um, where Bone started, right? Jamal didn't uh, play as much, or Jamal played a little bit um, and then left with the hamstring thing. Doesn't seem like a huge deal, but Bone seemed a little struggling a little bit for like a quarter or two. And then he got more aggressive and started taking shots and he ended up with 25 points. So um, that's the bones that they need. Um, I think he was trying too much to facilitate for a little bit, maybe just, you know, preseason trying it out again. I always try to take preseason grain of salt, um, especially defensively too. You know, the defense is all about effort preseason doesn't require effort we're gonna see a lot of bad effort in the regular season especially with this victor one and mama cloud um yeah. above everybody um and noah uh, the veterans the nuggets brought in very impressive very good turns out ish smith thank you i was professional for basketball you. player incredible dude i uh, uh whoa i mean people and people they were making fun of him on the broadcast and twitter's just me just because of you know how he's he's the um, you know most journeyman in um i assuming he'll play a regular season game hopefully I love him, dude. Talk about quick. Talk about like a dude who is beyond his years, or I guess that means old. He is doesn't seem nearly as old as he is playing. No, no, and and when it yeah, 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 he he looks he looks younger than he looks younger than he. Yeah, it doesn't Something like that. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> but what an option for the Nuggets to slowly kind of rev up Jamal Murray. Um, Absolutely. And then have an Ish Smith who um, is not going to uh, ruin the game. He's not going to ruin anything. He almost has like a very solid Monte Morris type stop the bleeding vibe to him. You know, and but I think he almost shoots. He can shoot more than Monte. It almost feels like. Yeah, yeah. Even a little more aggressive, getting his own kind of thing. Um, and just, you know, he's a 
professional uh, veteran basketball player. And also, uh, don't look now, Noah, but last two preseason games, the leaders of the Nuggets and rebounds is DeAndre Jordan with 10 rebounds each game. Uh, and I don't want to say he looks great because he doesn't look great, but he looks good. And, and relative, he looks way better than what we could have thought. Relative to expectations, Thank you. he looks great. And, and you know, it's kind of one of these things where the Nuggets just messed up the timing on this one. Like, Calvin Booth almost had a perfect offseason if he didn't sign DeAndre Jordan, like, immediately uh, and made the uh, fan base feel weary about it. Because if they signed DeAndre Jordan, like, two weeks ago, then this would have been fine. It would have been, like, a great addition. Just been like, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Just put DeAndre Jordan on the team. And now uh, he's going to have... Not that much time behind Jokic. We've talked about this a lot, but um, I'm not worried about him either. <laughs> so no, uh, turns out he's a big dude who can dunk. So who cares? And if that's what he's told to do on a team that has people that are so focused on their roles. I mean, it's almost, I, this is, I don't know if this makes sense, but it's almost everybody's a role player on that team in terms of everybody knows exactly what they're supposed to do. Not in the sense of like, oh, they're coming off the bench you know, for 12 minutes a game, but everybody knows their role. And I don't think that makes you a role player. I love dude. You can run the numbers back on this goddamn show. I was not high on DeAndre, but I was not low on him. You know, I mean, what do you need to be a basketball player? Tall and big. I mean, who, you know, and he still has that same, same shit that Boogie has. I mean, he could be Boogie without getting ejected, um, which could be nice. Uh, that obviously is not a cop. I'm just saying in terms of what we can have him do on the team, just getting under and bullying people. Uh, I wasn't really making a comparison, but I've always, I've always loved DeAndre Jordan. He's a great, we talked about it last week too. He's a great team chemistry guy. He's a vet who a lot of the dudes know and um, love. And I think it's, uh, it's a net positive. People were freaking out earlier, but this is a good, good news thing. I think that's my biggest positive or, or thing that jumped out to me so far this preseason is just the uh, vibes and chemistry of the team and it's not even full strength yet I mean and and you know I mean I'm uh, 100% confident Jokic will only add to that right like I, it's not like he's gonna come in and just demand the ball or anything um, and the only time we've seen him so far this year he didn't want to shoot the ball at all he wanted just to get everybody involved and I think he he's not going to do that because he wants to win but he's going to try to do that as much as he can I think because that's kind of the way Jokic plays but um, I think that's a great point Noah and I wanted to talk to you about MPJ too um, because not only does he look great um, and uh, kind of himself, uh, just kind of shooting the ball whenever he wants and, and whenever he can. Uh, but I keep on seeing it, people, other teammates comment on his Instagrams and stuff. And I think MPJ is also a very likable dude and a very good guy, which I think gets lost in some stuff that he says publicly. Um, what do you think about that though? Because it seems like everyone loves MPJ. And and I think I think he gets maybe an unfair rap. <laughs> well, he definitely and gets possibly from us made from us on this show. Yes. Um, that's funny. So very good. Um <laughs> dude, we've uh we've cultivated this narrative so much that I don't even know if I agree with you or not. I'm not looking at <laughs> his comments on Instagram, so that's certainly a deeper dive into his psyche that 
I, I well, you know what I did, dude. I did tell you though when I I watched at least one or two episodes of um, uh, it's Matt. Hey, Mike, what was his Curious YouTube? Mike? Curious, Curious Mike. Mike. <laughs> How could I have forgotten? And um, they were very honest and earnest, like conversations of shit being like, oh, I'm just really trying to learn. This isn't like a bullshit thing. And I was impressed by that. So um, I do feel bad that we would be a making fun of a what twenty two year old and be homeschooled like, kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't care about that too much. Uh, I'll make fun of those kids, those weirdos. Um, but that's interesting. I'm on board with everybody. I'm on board with your take. I th- I would love that everybody loves everybody. How about that? But mm-hmm. especially MPJ because him being like. The weird kid who loves cops and, uh, you know, reads different books and everybody is not good for a team. Can't be <laughs> yeah. a pariah. Can't be, a, you know, a Kyrie, a, a Westbrook. These dudes that are just so far out there. So good. I would hope and, so. And honestly, we went through a whole whatever season of Curious Mike mm-hmm. and we didn't get any quotes that came out or anything that popped up that was like super terrifying like i think we predicted on the show mm-hmm. probably is that that it was a terrible it's, bad idea and uh, did that really you know like, that way there was no kanye west type moments or anything like that we were wrong and i think if anything and we love him uh, you know more than anything um if anything there's a lot more risk with bones saying some bullshit or you know just being a little bit coy or a little bit silly online that gets um super online super online as bones um i remember i mean there's a couple uh risque photos bones may have liked on twitter or something of the sort uh not anything super bad but just a little like all right be careful um but uh i don't know i think i think fine i'm not too worried about that either because no dude our boys are fine he seems to also go in and out like he'll just be hella online for like a couple hours or something and then i think he's like pretty healthy with it i don't know why i have that reading of it but yeah psychologist uh (laughs) telling us how a 20 something is coping with online and what is good habits anyway good continue doctor yes i I think it's interesting, though, about MPJ. It's, it might be, like, the person who gets the most frustrated with him is Jokic just because of the way he plays. And he yeah. doesn't, like, play the quote-unquote right way or, like, how maybe Jokic would want to go. So it's been interesting to see him uh, kind of have free reigns a little bit this preseason. I think he's playing tonight, so I'm excited to turn around to see what he's looking like. Uh, but... Uh, Kind of a, a struggle in the third game with the shot, but I, I like I told you the preseason, I don't really mind about what happens, and I especially don't care about like bad shooting. Um, <laughs> like that's fine if he, you, if he looks like he's having good shots and it's in a, a rhythm of an offense, then like that's what I'm looking for more than like if because he did go like two for fifteen or something, you know. For sure. Uh, so and that's like not that concerning to me. I don't know. Well, I agree on all accounts. I do think Jack White shot like four bricks in a row or some <laughs> crazy shit, and that's not I right. Know. Poor we guy. Well, yeah. Yeah, 
I, you wouldn't want that, especially Whoa. yeah, poor exactly for NBA. fringe guys. For fringe guys, that's a big deal. But for like MPJ, I don't give a shit. And then like KCP can miss all the shots he wants. Sure, I don't sure, care. Sure. But yeah. yeah, for Jack White, you can't just throw it to the other team and not <laughs> hit Flacco. And then miss your free throws. Too. Uh, yes, and miss your and miss your time. Uh, Flacco too probably has a space on the team somewhere. I think he's definitely. I thought Marlo. I think called him like a calming presence, and that's exactly what he. That is like, what he is, yeah. And, and he's not gonna like fuck up too bad. He might miss some shots, but he's not gonna like ruin momentum or anything like that. I I love Mia Blacko out there. And I'll I'll say this too, maybe to wrap things up, since we're talking about the younger guys and the yeah. Blackos of the world. Man, I think Peyton Watson could be really good. I think he has the ability to be like a really good NBA player. Um, yes, you know, he got another. I mean, and that game was close until the end. He got another, you know, crucial block just in the mid court, which is cool. Um, and uh, he's gonna grow, man. Um, mm-hmm. I think the upside to him, his ceiling is huge, and that's I think he could become one of these other, just like you know, maybe Zeke. We don't know Zeke's um, you know, ceiling yet either, but just starts to bulk up and could be a, a huge um asset rookie wise it seems like to me that christian brown uh has great perimeter defense right now and can actually help certain situations right now but yeah peyton watson definitely has a higher ceiling and he could be almost like a little jaron jackson out there um more of a small forward type but he has that type of defensive ability i think and uh or defensive potential um, maybe if you will. And, uh, and, and he's, he seems to be, uh, just another nugget guy, you know, and, and the nuggets do their research like this. I mean, him and bones, and these are all late round finds that nobody else took. Uh, and now all of a sudden it's like a nice young core to put with a championship base. Now it might not, pan out to much this year but you never know uh you know i think uh if gillespie didn't get hurt there was definitely a spot for him to have time this year um maybe that all goes to ish smith now which uh, seems like that'll be fine too so um very nice balance of kind of this veteran guard and these new up-and-comers who don't exactly i don't think need a lot of time on the court you know, they're not like Peyton Watson, I don't think is like a ball ball, you know, who like kind of needs a lot of time to develop. I think he could kind of ride the bench and just be around NBA culture and then come in and, and hustle and try hard. And he has the natural ability to actually make a difference, at least defensively for now. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's exactly like Zeke, who we've mm-hmm. been high on since he got drafted where it's like. Um, not playing too much, but no, dude. But he's totally. I mean, he's he's as much a project as anything, and not even like per for. I mean, he got injured last year, but I mean, I think in the fact that they're keeping these dudes and developing them, I have. Uh, I think the Nuggets have the best development in the league, um, in terms of just young talent and who, uh, you know, starting guys that can get on other teams but aren't necessarily on the Nuggets, um. Uh, so I agree. I think that, I think that I'm really excited for Peyton Watson. I think all the rookies, frankly, 
are really exciting. And um, the fact that we have depth in the youth part, I mean, also Jokic is 27, so it's not like he's old, but um, or is he 26? He's 27, I think. I think so. Um, it, so, um, and then our veterans, man. I think the um, the moves in this offseason were are going to be um, are going to show in results that they're going to be extremely smart moves. Yep. So real G's moving silence like lasagna. That's what the Nuggets are doing right now. Um, also, yeah, Ish Smith is still only 34, so he's not even really. I mean, wow. Jeff Green's 36, so um, Jeff Green's yeah. gonna play uh, past uh, Tom Brady, I think. So, well, yeah, um, him and Paul Millsap. Shout out Paul Millsap. Uh, no team. Also not right on now. the team. Yeah, <laughs> bummer. Um, Shout out to our no team kings. Yeah, Carmelo no team kings. Carmelo I like, Paul. I like that. That's a good one. Yes. Uh, we're going to get into this uh, this weekend and we'll drop a new podcast, hopefully before the season starts, uh, breaking down uh, some predictions, some uh, season preview. Uh, odds, maybe. Odds. Yep. Let's go through some odds. Maybe we'll we'll have some stone cold lock bets or something yeah. or uh, just like way too high uh predictions or, or way too crazy predictions uh yeah, yeah. so um, maybe a guest too who knows maybe a guest and uh find out who i think will get in trouble for uh drug paraphernalia um this season um that's the kind of <laughs> yeah, that's a good one yeah great I'm making so uh anything you want to plug noah before we get out of here nothing to plug i am doing i am doing a show with my friend scotty weiss yes that's um, cool. a magic show he's a friend from that's awesome and swimming it's people have their opinions about magic and all these religious people you know say it's satanic and stuff and it's so fucking not um and also you know scotty is an actual pro at it he is um you know, gets paid to do it and is extremely talented. And it's like a mind fuck. It's kind of like Chris Angel, but like definitely more positive and for the family and stuff. And that show is on November 26th. That is the Saturday after um, Thanksgiving and actually the Friday after Native American History Day. So and, uh, where is it? It is. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right. I'll sure. keep plugging uh, in. Noah just plugged on his Instagram. So follow Noah at official nah. yeah sure okay thank you yeah. yes yes and follow us on instagram at chicken and the nuggets and on twitter at nuggets pod we're gonna get going live tweeting during regular season games so uh please follow us there we're gonna try to get heavy on nuggets twitter um but i think that's it uh bye love you i'm gonna go to bye. good to see days. you love you glad you bye. got home bye, bye.